And uh, I'll be, this is from the NIV. Verse one, I will sing of your love and justice to you, Lord. I will sing praise. I'll be careful to lead a blameless life. When will you come to me? I'll conduct the affairs of my house with a blameless heart. I will not look with approval on anything that is vile. I hate what faithless people do. I will have no part in it. The perverse of heart shall be far from me. I will have nothing to do with what is evil. Whoever slanders their neighbor in secret, I will put to silence. Whoever has haughty eyes and a proud heart, I will not tolerate. My eyes will be on the faithful in the land, that they may dwell with me. The one whose walk is blameless will minister to me. No one who practices deceit will dwell in my house. No one who speaks falsely will stand in my presence. Every morning I will put to silence all the wicked in the land. I will cut off every evildoer from the city of the Lord. All right, let's uh, spend some time and uh, let's meditate over Psalm 101. And uh, we'll come back and share our reflections. Well, uh, to kind of finish up our our reflections, um, I see this as a standard for David's leadership. <clears throat> and as Jasmine opened up, I think if we knew from the beginning it was David, then we can see the perspective as uh, as a king, as a ruler, as a leader. Um, this is like his standards of leadership. And if you notice in verses 2 and 6, the word blameless is there um, repeatedly. And blamelessness can be interpreted so many different ways, uh, most likely integrity, pure of heart, um, you know, without blame. <laughs> and so uh, I feel like that's kind of his personal standard. Um, <clears throat> but so if this is kind of the standard of leadership, what does he start out with? The very first thing, his focus is on God. And so like whether it's a, a business or um uh, you know, some or organization uh, that you lead, or even if it's a, a, a small department of people that you lead, or even if it's you lead yourself. Um, I think this is a <clears throat> good formula. It's got to start with God. And so he focuses on that. I'll sing of your love and justice. I'll praise you. Um, and then his personal standard is wanting to lead a, a blameless life. And for me, as I thought about that word over and over again, blameless, you know, it's one of those things like without blame, it's one of those things where in, in our world we have lots of bad examples, poor examples of people um, making mistakes and decisions where it's like, how could you do that? <clears throat> you know, um, you know, how could you, how could you, are you like, you know, are you delusional? Like, do you not, like, how could you make that decision or how could you behave that way? Um, and as a leader who, you know, as leaders who go through lots of criticism, um, I was thinking, okay, what does blameless look like? Well, it's going to be less uh, of an occurrence of like, you know, why, why did you do that? Or how could you do that? And of course, David, you know, uh, was not exempt from that. He made lots of mistakes. But then I was thinking even in <clears throat> bad decisions, if you had a pure heart or a blameless heart, like it could be forgiven or understood, you know, it's like, you know, and you look at our kids that, they make some bad decisions all the time, but their heart is, you know, innocent and pure. And like, you know, it was just a mistake. Um, but as we grow older as leaders and as we grow older in maturity, um, <clears throat> sometimes that seems to be less and less where uh, uh, our hearts are not uh, pure motive, um, even with the mistakes. Now look at verse six and seven. And um, it's kind of like, 
Um, could be if you're looking at an organizational level, it could be like his hiring practices. Um, you know, I'm not going to hire anybody. <clears throat> I'm going to hire faithful people. I'm going to hire people whose walk is blameless. Uh, verse seven, I'm not going to hire anybody who practices in seed, who speaks falsely. Um, and so that's the way uh, that I looked at it. Um, going before that, excuse me, verse four and five, it seems like evil and pride are, he feels very strongly about it, which he should and we should. Um, and uh, so, and then finally in verse eight, it was a little bit troubling because I, it's hard to understand <clears throat> depending on the translation. One translation says my daily task will be to uh, silence the wicked or cut off the evildoer. Um, like every morning I'm going to put the silence, all the wicked in the land, like basically practically speaking, I don't know what that looks like. Like, is he going to, what's, how is he going to do that? You know? Um, but in any case, but all of that summed up and uh, we go back to verse two. And the question is when God, when are you going to help me? When are you going to come to me? When are you going to, you know, be, you know, help, help me lead this thing. And, um, and I find it just so awe-inspiring that David is going to do this until he comes, until God answers, until God provides, until God answers that he is, this is his vow. This is his, uh, protocol. This is his, uh, MO mode of operation. Um, I'm going to live a blameless life and I'm going to, uh, like these, these are a list of values. It feels like a values of him, of, of, of David's. And, um, and these are great values. I think that we can take on in our daily lives. And so, um, yeah, I just, <clears throat> just as, as I reflect more and more and as I process it, it's like, wow, these, these are the standards and the values that Sam was saying, um, that David upholds to and a great example for us. So, um, yeah, let's let's pray this morning that we can examine ourselves, examine our own hearts, examine as as Pastor Stephen was saying, just you know, we're quick to see other people's sin, but let's look at our sin. Um just reading up uh recently about <clears throat> um one person who uh is not a pastor but is in the Christian circle who um you know was going through a process of, of restoration and rehab. And, um, and basically he was, he was reciting this in the sense that this is what he's learned from, from his eight months of, of rehab that, um, he's sinful, that he wanted to blame others. And, uh, he, you know, he realized he didn't walk in integrity and made some bad decisions and things like that. So let's, let's, let's pray that let's use that as our focus. Uh, let's focus on the Lord first. You know, let's sing praises to him. Uh, let's do that on a daily basis. Let's uh, always see if we can start off with praising <clears throat> God. And uh, let's lift up uh, all the different petitions that we have. And uh, I love what Pastor Mike was saying yesterday, that as we mature, the majority of our prayers need to be praise and thanksgiving and less on uh, petition and supplication. And that balance has to, to change as we grow and mature. But also let's pray for <clears throat> those who are sick. Uh, let's pray for our business owners. Let's pray for our um, uh, school uh, administrators and teachers. Um, you know, let's pray for our government officials. Let's pray for 
this virus. Let's pray for protection. Um, let's pray that the numbers will continue to go down. Let's pray for the mercy of God. Um, let's intercede. So um, let's go ahead and, and pray this morning, and I'll, I'll bring everybody back.